Welcome back to Treasure and Earth and Vessel. I am Michael Kaiser. Uh, to start the new year, I really God put it on my heart to talk about vision. All right, and being heard, and a big reason a lot of you are being are not being heard from is because you have no vision. A lot of the reason a lot of you with something to say who feel like you're going unheard is because there's no direction to what you have to say. You just have a lot to say. And what God wants you to do is really refine your vision and actually sit down, write out and go through your vision for your life, for what you want to be, for what you truly want to accomplish um, as a vessel of God. In Proverbs 29, it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Now in that verse, it's talking about where there is no revelation of the future. Um, People perish, and what that word perish means there is that it means to throw off discipline, to throw off restraint. So, where there is no revelation of the future, the people just do anything. The people lack discipline. Vision is a source of discipline. Before I get too far into this, I want to give a huge shout out to Dr. Miles Monroe. Um, absolute man of God, passed away years ago but a ton of his stuff I don't want to say all of it because I know there's some of his stuff that's not on the internet but there's a ton of his stuff on YouTube Miles Monroe M-Y-L-S M-U-N-R-O-E Dr. Miles Monroe look him up um, God bless me to run past this last year and it is Somewhat I'm going to give you is definitely life changing, but not even some of it. All of it is. Um, but yeah, it was just an absolute blessing. And it's something that I, I listen to a lot and repeatedly. Um, but I wanted to give him and God credit before I got too far into this. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, vision is a source of discipline. When you have a vision... You are locked in. You are disciplined. Vision creates discipline in your life. Um, the people who it's easy, like, and you can see these people around you. Like, you can see the things around you. When there isn't a vision, you can just, you can tell everything goes as it goes. There's no purpose. There's no point. You're just running in circles. And a biggie, um, Going back to the first episode, Acres of Diamonds, God hid everything that you need to be who he called you to be inside you. God didn't put the forest outside of the seed. He put the forest in the seed. What you need to grow, what you need to be who you need to be to your family, to your husband, to your wife. All of that is inside you. You don't need to look outside of you. If anything, you need to look 
to God and ask him for direction on which branches you should prune. And, and that's the that's the cool thing about vision is vision really supplies you with those answers. The thing about visions is that all visions are tested for authenticity. Some people think that if they find, a, a, you know, if they have vision or if they find something they're supposed to do, it's not supposed to be tested. Couldn't be farther from the truth. God is going to test all visions for authenticity. So you're going to know what's real what's of him and what's not so when what's real when those visions that you have are real when those goals that you have are real and they line up with what God has for your life things are just going to simply fall into place like time after time after time step after step things are just going to fall in place at a pace that will astonish you and in a manner that's just going to blow your mind every time you're not going to it's not going to be something that you can get used to. You can't get used to the power of God in your life. Remember that all visions will be tested for authenticity. All right. Now I got a list of 20 things. That vision will choose for you. And I'm going to need you to write these down, get you a pen and a paper, come back to wherever we are right now and mark it and then write all these down. All right. Vision is going. Number one, vision is going to choose your future. When you have a vision, you will absolutely be locked into what's ahead of you. You're automatically going to know what's not a part of your future and what is a part of your future, what can be a part of your future and what just isn't going to have a chance. Number two, vision will choose your friends. Vision will choose your friends. When you get dedicated to a certain direction in life, there are just certain people who can no longer be a part of that. And having an absolute vision for where you want to go and having that confirmed by God that you're headed the right direction, you're just you're going to have to prune branches. You're going to have to cut things off. Number three, vision will choose your library. When you. It's going to choose your library, the books that you read, the things that you want to learn about and get better at when you have a true vision for where you truly want to go. Those books that you pick will be decided by what your vision is. Number four, vision will choose your use of time. If you truly want to be something and if you're truly trying to accomplish something that's within your vision, you're going to put time into that. And in conjunction with that, number five is vision will choose your use of energy. How you use your time and energy are a reflection of your vision that you have in your life. If your time and energy are going absolutely nowhere, your vision is probably nowhere. Number six, vision will choose your movies. You might not think that vision would choose your entertainment, but it will. When there are things that are outside of your vision or things that corrupt your vision, you won't watch them. Number seven, vision will choose your priorities. 
vision will choose your priorities. Just like with the time and the, and the energy. When your vision is pure and you're locked in, I gotta get this done, gotta get this done, gotta get this done. I don't have time for all the extra stuff. There are things that are absolute priorities that I have to get done. Even when it comes to, even if it's just about you being a better husband or being a better father, being a better wife, your vision for that is going to change your priorities. No, I, I need to go home. I need to handle this. I need to take care of this. My wife asked me to take care of this. I'm doing this, this, and this. If that's not a part of your vision, you're going to be everywhere. Vision will choose your priorities. Number eight, vision will choose your hobbies. Vision will choose your hobbies. Even what you do when you're relaxing will change. Even what you do for fun will change when you have a pure vision. Getting back to having that, that vision of family or having the vision of, of how you want your marriage, your hobbies are going to change. Let me find something to do where I can hang around with my wife or my kids. Let me find something to do that's a we thing. Where we can go out and we can enjoy ourselves. Number nine, vision chooses your attitude in life. When you have vision, it's extremely hard for you to get discouraged. Because you know what you need and you know what you don't need. So when certain things happen and keep you away from certain situations or keep you away from certain, quote unquote, opportunities to go different directions. But those aren't a part of your vision. Your attitude's not going to change. You're going to be fine. Like, oh, well, I wasn't. I didn't need that. No way. Instead of being disappointed or being drawn to try something even more. When you have a vision, your attitude about whatever happens is going to be locked into your vision, not what's going on around it. Number 10, vision will choose how you spend your money. It's like the story of the master that gave the people talents. When you get locked into your vision, you're going to be trying to multiply your money and those talents that are given you. How can, how can I make this work? How can I, can I use a little bit of this? It, it's going, your vision will absolutely choose how you spend your money. Even in the smallest ways. Number 11, vision will choose your diet. Are you trying to make it to see your grandkids? Are you trying to, how, what are you really trying to accomplish? You have to get your body there. Like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to eat better to make this happen. I'm gonna need to do this to make this happen. Number 12, vision chooses how you write your to-do list. Instead of putting some things off, Instead of saving some things for later, saying you can get to some things three, four days from now, vision will have you getting up early, 
All right, let me knock this off the list ASAP. Let me do this first. And consistently. Number 13. Vision chooses your life. Vision chooses your life. If you can't tell already, vision touches pretty much every aspect of everything that you're a part of. Number 15, just a reminder, vision dictates everything. Everything. Number 16, vision chooses your life's plan. Your five-year plan, 10-year plan. If it's not a part of your vision, it's automatically going to be cut out. Number 17, vision is going to dictate your values. When you know what you were born to do, it dictates how you behave and what standards you should live by. When there's no mistake in the path that you're on. then your behavior follows. Number 18, vision clarifies purpose. It gives direction to the leader and it empowers the leader beyond his or her assets. That's the cool. Have you guys ever thought about government grants? Government grants don't go to people. The government doesn't give to people. The government gives the vision. People don't give to people. People give to vision. When you sit down with people with, with proposals or whatever the case may be, they're looking at your vision. There are a lot of people who have made millions and billions of dollars off of vision. Number 19, vision does not allow you to live by what you don't have. It takes you beyond that. You begin to believe in things you have no money to pay for. That's the cool thing about vision. Vision really ties in hand in hand with faith. When your vision is strong, and when you're locked in with God, just your faith is going to just, <laughs> you're going to exude faith. Well, how can we make this happen? I don't know. God will take care of it. God knows what we're trying to do here. That's, that's the, one of the coolest things is just being in lockstep with God to the point where none of that stuff worries you. None of it worries you. It's all God will take care of it. He knows what I have need of. I've asked him. I'm just here to take care of business and keep moving things forward. It is an extremely hard attitude to have if you're faithless or if you need to God or if you need God to show you everything first.
there are going to be a lot of things, a lot of things that you don't see before they're going to happen. Matter of fact, 99% of what happens, you're not going to see it before it happens. You're just going to live into it. Like it's just going to happen to you. I know I say this a lot, but lean into it. If we know God makes no mistakes and we know that all this is going according to his will, lean into it. We know God is going to be our provider. Lean into it. Stop worrying about what's going to happen. Worrying is going to take away from that energy that you need to make things happen. Worrying ain't going to do nothing but consume your time. And it's time you can't get back. I'm telling you, vision will absolutely, absolutely build your faith when you get locked in to what you truly want to do for God. Because God is going to confirm those thoughts. He's going to confirm that vision to you. And then when that happens, it's time to get to work. It's time to get to work. So what I want you guys to do is to find people that how Dr. Miles Monroe put it is he talked about how the angel told Mary to go find Elizabeth. Mary, the mother of Jesus. This was before Joseph was on board and anything with everything. The Bible even says Joseph thought about putting her away. The angel told Mary to go find Elizabeth. And it says when they saw each other, the babies left. Don't be around anyone who doesn't make your baby leap. The people around you are supposed to impact you to keep going, not to stop, not to quit. They're supposed to impact you. They're supposed to excite you. The people around you should make your baby leap, should make your vision leap. And if they don't, that's fine. God can handle that. There's going to be some people you're going to have to, like the three wise men, they didn't, go, they didn't come back the same way. Because they understood what Herod's motives were. It's going to be some some friends after you after you listen to this podcast. You're going to have to go down the mountain a different way. So they can't hold you up. I'm praying for you guys. I love you guys. I thank you guys for tuning in. And we'll catch you guys next week. God bless.